0: Welcome friends to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Adel. Hey! And Lucy!
1: Hi!
0: Did you say hi. hey? Oh, hi, hi. hi.
2: hi. The, the audio cut out at exactly
0: the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly. I saw the mouth movement. nothing came. Uh, let's, let's open up some beers. It's been a hot, hot day Uh, It's definitely time to sink something back. Adol, what are you going to drink this week?
3: Uh, I've got um, the new Brugger cold IPA. Oh, okay. So we had Brugger on on ages ago, right? Years Mm. ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, um, and so I'll just read the whole thing. Brewed on purpose. At BrewGooder, we believe beer can be a force for good. That's why since 2016, every single one of our beers has been brewed on purpose to empower the lives of others. Discover your I- unique impact and join our people plus community of drinkers. Scan the QR code. I didn't do that. Um, but basically, they do um, a lot of um, water projects across the world. Yep. I think mean, the first run of them was... Ooh, no, I'm not going to remember where it was. And I'm not going to guess. It was Freshwater Projects. Uh, insert extra thing here editor won't happen um (laughs) it was time for that Mm -hmm. uh our cold ipa an easy drinking cold ipa brewed with west coast hops bursting with citrus zest and balanced against a light maltiness for a very crisp and fresh finish this beer makes waves with every can supporting people and community projects around the world 5.5 percent 330 mil can and uh it's that they're b corp certified so you know nice
0: okay cool not an easy thing to
3: get. Don't takes a long time. I actually don't know what that
0: means. Uh, it's uh, I should tell you exactly what it means I, because we're currently discussing fuck. actually. There's a company becoming B Corp certified as well. Uh, basically, you're lovely people, sustainable as shit, and you play like living wages. You do all the lovely things and take care of everybody and stuff.
1: Nice. There's oh, yeah. a lot
0: more to it than that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Lots of more. Lots of companies are becoming be called, yeah. certified. Um, Lucy! Yeah? What are you drinking this evening?
2: I am going back to the well and I am drinking a Daya nice. uh, called Crickly Echoes. Uh, it's a 4.40ml can, 5.1%. Got their nice little crocodile that we know and mm. love on it. Mm. Um, yeah. Or is it an alligator? Questions? Uh, I've never thought <laughs> yeah. Well it's probably I'm annoyed I haven't thought about yeah. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need to see in comparison to uh alligator slash crocodile mm-hmm. so you see if mm-hmm. it's bigger or smaller than the other one. Anyway. Like, uh, um What's
0: the other one? Cayman. Is that an alligator or a yes. crocodile or is that just a third species? It's a
1: small crocodile. Alligator? I oh no, small alligator. I don't know. Anyway, the
0: bit.
2: Anyway, yeah. Um, This beer displays an alternate expression of the strawberries used to make Crickly Hill. Cider? Don't know. (laughs) What is Crickly Hill? Not sure. Something to do with Uh, Noel Edmonds. What? (laughs) (laughs) Don't evoke his name on here. (laughs) You know I'm afraid of Mr. (laughs) Blobby. Crickly Hill. It just says just a nature trail in the Gloucestershire uh, countryside. Okay, Um, maybe you can do strawberry picking there. Um, mm. Anyway, true to type, but more nuanced, the primary sweetness is reduced and a more delicate floral aroma... No, sorry. The primary sweetness is reduced and more delicate floral aromas are opened up. The tiniest bit of oak character... Uh, keeps the palate rounded and in balance. Okay. Uh, what style of beer is it then? Pale. Hmm. Doesn't doesn't actually say what style it is
1: though.
2: Hmm. It just, I'm guessing it's an IPA or something like <laughs> that. Five point one percent. Maybe the way yeah, they described it, but could be anything. <laughs> it could be a salad. You, you you, be exactly, you open
0: it, there. it's green. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, a little bit yeah. of red to it or something. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, that's way worse.
0: Cool, get it, get it open and see what's oh, yeah. uh, going on.
2: Um, I'll see what style it is. I
0: have a panic. It's not a panic by beer at all. I'm sure it's going to be lovely. Um, but I went for a meeting today in a coffee shop which is associated with the brewery here in bristol um and they had these in the fridge so i brought a beer which is a fierce and noble uh beer this is the stardust galaxy pale um it is 4.4 percent a little bit of flavor text um so the hops are galaxy uh, a hearty dose of galaxy hops provide this hazy pale l with a punchy tropical fruit aroma a beer that's truly out of this world that's it very very simple just a very small nice. amount of information mm-hmm. on the back. Um, I haven't had a fierce and noble beer for a long time. It's not even like last year or two years. It oh. must be about three or four years at least since I've had a, a beer by them. So
1: uh, I almost one, two only
3: had them when it was when I went to the grounded cafe um, yeah. chain yep. in Bristol because that was their like tap beers. Yes. But I yeah, didn't they're they owned by them. the
0: same parent company, I think.
3: Yeah. And they were in like other places, but there was always more juicy, interesting local mm. craft beer in the other places, so I'm similar.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, let's roll back round Addle. The beer. It poured the cold IPA from Brugger poured um, quite uh, Big Head. Uh, still, a couple of minutes later, it's still slowly dying. Yeah. It's got a, a light haze, but actually, I think the... The light makes it look darker and hazier. It's actually quite, um... Light, almost lemony, more in color than it looks here. It looks like orange on screen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can you can see how clear it is, just because you can actually probably count that my fingers I'm holding. mm mm-hmm. um, even though, again, I think the lighting is throwing it off.
2: Well, it I'm smells... drunk, so it's double the fingers. <laughs> Lol. <laughs>
3: um, it's, it's got this citrus zest. Um, I would say, yeah, again, close to lemon, but not, not the tartness. Hmm. Oh. That is super refreshing. This is exactly what I want. So, uh... Three of us bought bikes in Newcastle on a bit of a whim on the weekend and went back to pick them up and had the plan of riding the hour ride bike ride back, but because of meetings and timing, but also it was fucking hot. Uh, We took it on the train, but still the ride back from the train station was enough to be like, I want a beer. And this is exactly the type of beer I would have wanted. It's like crisp. It's got a citrus hit. it's It's an IPA in that it's got hops going on. But it's quite light, refreshing. And it's balanced with um So that citrus is that zestiness is there the whole time. And then it's got it's balanced with right after the initial the foretaste, you get this maltiness, but by the finish it's kinda gone, so you're left with this slightly sweet, zesty, sweet and zesty lingering um, finish. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and then when that fades you notice the sort of more bittering hops that have just been there whole time but just are really really reserved so like if you drink this drag this quickly you might not even notice that sort of hoppy bitterness because it's so light And it's only when that like zestiness fades that you notice it which means you could just you know sit in a park or in the in the sun and just throw it back and be like i would like three more of these please nice i think that's yeah. something Re- that brew- really good and yeah it's something pretty good they do uh, incredibly well yeah, I was just like there the on the tin. It says fresh and breezy, uh, uh, and I think that's that's a really good way of describing it.
2: Mm. Yeah. So don't don't yeah. listen
3: to me. Just just read the tin. I'm being superfluous.
2: <laughs> I mean, what I remember from gutter is that yeah, they just have that really clean, refreshing mm. taste to them. So oh, I could do I could do with that.
1: <laughs> oh
0: yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm, I did just have a quick Google about cold IPA because. Mm. They've been about for a, a, a small amount of time. But I never really know what it is. And a quick Google mm. if you go to uh, hopculture.com, uh, there is, is a quote. The way they're fermented or something. Yeah, a cold IPA is an IPA fermented at lower temperatures than what is normally used okay. to ferment an ale. Um, it also says because of that colder temperature, brewers often use a lager yeast or a combination of lager and oh. ale yeasts. That's from a quote from someone at Weldworks Brewing Co, which I assume are an American uh, uh, brewer. I think hop culture is an American site. Uh, but it's something that was pioneered by uh, Wayfinder um, over in the States in 2017-2018. Yeah. So, here
3: you go. Oh. Yeah, so SierraNevadas.com says Cold day IPA delivers IPA hop intensity while keeping the malt character restrained and ultra crisp yet still hitting a respectable abv target mm-hmm. and that seems to be kind of exactly what this is is it tastes like an ipa but the malts are much more in the back end and and gets this crispness as a result
1: okay
3: great i i, I like this is definitely now a contender for if they're if i can have sixers around that as a summer sort of out in the mm. park or like take to a pl- party kind of
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. It's it very.
3: It's going to be really hard to have someone really dislike it unless they don't like beer or cool. like any notion of taste in their beer. That's not like slightly nutty yeah. lager.
1: Yeah, fair.
2: fair. <laughs> uh, Lucy, peasants, <laughs> you don't invite them to the party. <laughs> Just don't.
0: Like here's a bit. Yeah. I think you like leave, please. Um, <laughs> Lucy, we'll come <laughs> to you leave for it, the day. <laughs>
2: Uh, It's definitely a sour...
0: Uh, Um, Yeah, uh, I had a quick look on on Dea's shop. They just say it's a mixed fermentation beer.
2: Oh, Mm. nice. Um, Don't expect that in a can. Um, Yeah, I I took it out of the fridge probably about 40 minutes ago because I was thinking, oh... I just had in my mind that it was an IPA. I didn't even read it. Mm. Um, I was just thinking, yeah, I'll let it warm up. But no, it's still... Still pour very vigorously, very effervescently. <laughs> oh, I love cats.
1: They're so good, aren't
2: they? <laughs> apart from the cat that's round here, she haunts me. I do, I do like it, <laughs> but she really? haunts me. Like every time I step outside, she just runs in the house. Mm. She, she's not hungry. She doesn't want any attention or anything. She just, she has this weird tick where she just needs to rub up against everything in the house. Like a few times, does the rounds and then she walks she back out.
0: Again, nice. Are you, are you yeah, waking up it, at night, it, looking out your window, and she's just staring through <laughs> the window? <at> you? <laughs> that I'm would coming for you, Lucy. I'm kind of I'm kind of rub myself all up against
2: you. I'd have to move. Cause <laughs> that's that's a bit too close, That's too creepy. But um, anyway, yes, the sour. I mean, I could tell it was a sour as soon as I cracked it open because it smelt like a sour. Yeah. Mm. You know, the unmistakable Mm. citrus, you know, the bretonomyces being fancy and technical. That funk. (laughs) Smells good, though. Good, good.
0: Looks very, very clean.
2: And it is. And, like, really, really clean on the end as well. Mm. I don't know if that's because... It's been sitting out, it's lost maybe a little bit of carbonation, a bit of of fizz, but yeah, it's really clean on the end. It's got like a weird, almost malty finish on the end. That's really quite malty on the end, which is not what I would have expected, but it's nice. This is like, it feels like a slightly pared back. Sour at the end. At the at the start, it is just like lemony sherbet, mm. like kind of sourness, tartness. But at the end, it's it it tailors off quite quickly, so it doesn't doesn't leave your mouth puckered or tart or anything like that. It's it's, it's really it is really clean. It's 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 refreshing. Nice. And it's hmm.
0: again the kind of thing you want it- when it's this sort of heat.
2: Mm, definitely getting those floral notes. I think that's paired with that maltiness mm. on the end as well. That's really nice. Um Good. Let me just drink it at the can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, well, they said on the can the um, oak character... I think that's maybe what I'm getting at the end. Mm. A mm. taste of, like, malty, oaky, slightly earthy kind of um, taste. That is really interesting. So what did they... They just described it as a mixed firm uh, uh, deal on this, like.
0: Bring it back... Um... Uh, yeah, just mixed fermentation. Uh, on the website, it just says this beer displays an alternate expression of the strawberries used to make Crickly Hill. True to type, but more nuanced, the primary mm-hmm. sweetness is reduced to a delicate form of as as I opened up. The tiniest bit of oak character keeps the palate rounded and in balance, which I think is the same as you read out from the can.
2: Yeah. So they yeah. give you no yeah. more
0: information online.
2: <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that's does what it says on the tin. It, it, it really is rounded out by that you know, that, that oaky character <laughs> at the end, like, just stifling that sourness so it's not too you know in your face yeah um so yeah it's really good I, I, i'm i just because they do do their mixed firm beers but they're usually in bottles and they're usually like 500 mil and mm. cost a packet so <laughs> it's like or 750 mil and cost quite a lot so yeah interesting to see it in cans this is really good like i'm glad they Stealth slip this somewhere where it's like, oh, I thought it was an IPA. Yeah, <laughs> it was an IPA. But yeah, perfect for this eat. Good.
0: Nice, nice. Um, th-
2: th- this is what I want more from Daya. Okay. Like, I-, I feel like they've sort of plateaued with their IPAs and pale ales and stuff like that. But I want to go to their mixed firm tap taproom and I want to try more of their mixed firm mm. beers because I obviously know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, I hope. They start shipping more of these beers around and about. Good. Okay. And it's in a this is forty four this is four forty, isn't it? Yeah, so. Because they usually do five hundred ml cans, so Yeah. Who oh, knows? Nice. I mean Um Yeah. They do usually do 500 ml, is not they? Uh they, yeah, yes, so. they used to. Dea, I don't know yeah.
0: whether they, they they changed completely. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh Dea. go back to their size Yeah, site. yeah all this steady, rolling, at, I mean, steady man rolling and stuff like yeah. that. Um, that's all 500 ml. Yeah, 500 interesting. Kinetic sand dipper. I wonder if that's a newer beer. That doesn't tell me how big it is. Yes, uh, that says five hundred mil slash four forty mil as a category. Oh, so I okay. don't actually know how that comes. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe they're just uh, experimenting a little bit with a few changes. Yeah. So things. So, cool.
2: Time to go to Cheltenham. Yeah, absolutely. Just need the trains to be running, mm. yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. and not you know yeah. on, oh. capsized on, on the side of the tracks. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. I was going to wait to drink this uh, Fierce and Noble but you lot spoke too long so I've decided to drink <laughs> yeah. um, the, 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 the nose cracked quite big nice and tropical uh, um, sort of fruit bit of mango it was the main sort of punch in the nose but kind of something in the back as well which is maybe a little bit more sour than a sort of a fruity tropical fruit and whether that is Maybe uh, something that is maybe not stone fruit, but uh, uh, maybe something like incredibly ripe in there as well on the nose. But it comes off quite big and it fades quite quickly. So by the time uh, Lucy, you were talking about your beer, the nose had subsided quite a lot in that. Um, it, I mean, it didn't pull with a massive head, but it is nice and hazy uh, for a pale ale, um, a little bit orange as well. But flavor wise, it follows the, the nose quite well, but it's quite dialed back. So the nose, when you crack it, it's quite big. The flavour's a little bit, not lacking, but it's not as big as the nose was. Uh, and again, it's only a 440, it's only a pale, so you expect something maybe a little bit kind of lighter. Um, but it's not doing much. It's giving me a little bit of those tropical fruit notes little bit of mango mm. that you can kind of taste towards the, the back of the palate maybe a touch of pineapple as well but that again pineapple tends to come across quite orangey when it's mixed with a few other uh, uh, kind of fruits but there's definitely that kind of something that wants to be a little bit sweeter just pushing through as well But the mango that, that kind of slightly riper mango is just pulling it back a little bit but it goes back very easily there's a an incredibly light bitterness on the on the back um, it's not dry it's really wet so everything kind of sticks around uh, 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 with the with the flavor Whilst it's not big it lasts quite a reasonable amount um, but you know very serviceable very easy uh it would have been i think nice to try this uh like maybe on tap perhaps rather than sort of mm. from a can i think it, this would translate across that a little bit better might have come across a little bit more crisp uh uh on draft than than coming out of the can which it kind of needs it needs just a little bit of a punch to it to make it stand out i think uh, but as I say, nice and serviceable. It, it, it tastes good. Uh, uh, and I think I would look for it from this initial flavour um, if I saw it uh, on draft somewhere. But you don't get many galaxy sort of single hop beers. And maybe no. maybe this is why. Maybe it can't quite carry a depth of flavour that much. Yeah. Uh, um, it'd be interesting to know what the other ingredients were and the yeast and, and stuff was to know what that combination actually is uh, but, um, but yeah we'll, we'll see how it sits for the rest of the episode but we'll launch into games shall we um, as I've been saying to the two of you there's a lot to talk about and you just shook your heads at me massively um, but I feel there's a lot to talk about I don't know whether it's because I've <laughs> just had a little bit of extra time that I've played a reasonable amount of stuff. Or, you know, last week we talked about kind of E3 and uh, the Beer Festival. So a week of not talking about games. And we had a week off Mm. as well. So actually it's been Mm. a little while since we talked about anything that we've kind of uh, played. Uh, I played a game.
2: I finished a game. Oh, wow. Uh, Pepper Pig. um, What? For (laughs) (laughs) Have I pick up an Xbox. For, for, no, so for Xbox rewards points. For, <laughs> I didn't. It's infuriating.
3: No. Oh no, Lucy! <laughs> what what, um, made, what it, made you finish when, it? Wait, was it infuriating to what, get the what?
2: achievements?
3: Oh no, Lucy! You've gone back to
2: chivo hunting. Well, it was. It's for rewards points because um, I, I I I was running low. I was running low this month for for Game Pass to reset, <laughs> so I was like, "I gotta be disciplined. I gotta, I gotta do the Peppa Pig game every day," and I did, and it's finished now. And that was um. Uh, was there time a, I'll never get
0: back? Like I said, was there any joy in it at all, or is it more like just <laughs> the doing the joy a job? was
2: listening to the guy who did the uh, achievement guide? Um. Basically berating how awful this game is. That's, that was where the enjoyment was, because uh, it's just I can't believe I'm going to talk about the Pig. Do it. Game. You, got, you got two minutes. I mean, I sell us yes,
3: or don't sell us the Pepper Pig game. It's yeah. No Lucy. Yeah. No spoilers. <laughs>
2: I won't say anything about the game, just apart from... It, the most infuriating part is you're basically Peca- Peppa Pig's friend and you're going to all these different places with Peppa Pig, like the school playgroup or the museum or something. And mm. every time you get in the Peppa Pig car with the family, there's a... <laughs> there's a random... <laughs> it's RNG. I had to pray to RNGs. uh <laughs> Whether you um, basically... Drive into well, you're not actually driving into you. You, you basically uh, come across this construction work, and it's like the same dialogue every single time. It's Mister Bull digging this. up the construction work. Yeah. Yes, just drive around, oh, I and mean, it's like it's just like this cutscene that just ways and you can't skip any of the dialogue or any of the cutscenes, and it's just infuriating um,
0: is peppa pig just as belligerent in the game as she is in the tv show
2: yes she's like "Ah, let's go her parents are
0: like come on peppa we're going to do this and she's like no daddy i'm going to do this she's such a (laughs) cunt
2: yeah she she really (laughs) is and then she just every now and then just interrupts, and it's like everything freezes for a sec, when Pepper's like, this is my house! And it's like, I oh know, we've been here seven times. And it's just, It's, it's also,
3: obviously your house, you're the star
2: of the game! Yeah. It's, um... I'm glad they've made it ch- true
0: to the show, then.
2: <laughs> yes, they really have. Did any of you see that, um, in, I don't think it's this game, maybe in a another Peppa Pig game they made where it was like, they met the Queen or something, and then it was like, R.I.P. to Queen Elizabeth <laughs> in the middle of the game. and Brilliant. It was just like what? <laughs> just bizarre. Um, yeah. Oh, that's
0: fantastic. <laughs> um, I mean, Evelyn is getting more and more into playing games. I'm trying to hold off Don't let the her play this. for as long as possible. She's played some Paw Patrol it games. It would annoy her.
2: Like that, but... Yeah. It would annoy any child, I think. You know, because children have short attention spans. and Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, right. let's move on. No. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I,
3: mean, I want more. <laughs> what? What is... Is it a puzzle game? What is the game?
2: I don't even know what it is. Such I don't know a, what you'd classify it, it as. It's not an adventure game. No. You is just it like a, click A, click a and... Yeah, it's a click game where you press A and you and... Peppa Pig interact with something What's in that? the Peppa Pig oh, universe, man. like a tree or a kite, and then just watch the cutscene play. And... <laughs> right, okay,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. As simple <laughs> as possible, <laughs> essentially. So yeah. it's not it's yeah. just a press A to advance game game.
2: hmm Yeah. So, and so thank like God a visual a... novel.
3: Without choices. Yeah, I
2: guess. Yeah <laughs> yeah. Just
3: a <laughs> yeah. a visual picture book
2: basically yes and thank god for quick resume because if you cancel out of the game you literally have to go back to peppa pig's house and then do all the things over again so how long was it? game running oh i don't know i played it over however many there were 11 achievements i played it over the course of 11 days uh, to my Lucy, points. can we look up yes.
3: your time played on Peppa Pig? Yeah, go for can we get it. that stat? No, I mean, thanks. Probably, it's probably,
2: you, it's probably me. It's probably like eleven hours because ten of it is me idle, like just yeah. passed out about how boring it is, how excruciating it is. So, yeah.
0: Oh no, I'll
2: do that for you now. God,
0: please you, do you um, have a look, Lucy. Mm-hmm. I will introduce you to the game that I've been playing uh, because it. I think if you want something similar but from your description much better <laughs> okay. uh, then, uh, You're not so many. then play uh, well d- d- similar in that it is kind of a bit of a point and clicky kind of adventure game it's not it's not, I mean, it's not quite point and click it's kind of wander around and and click uh, but I've been playing Dodonia which oh, is. Yeah, I've played um, a bit of that. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, have played a bit? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I've started. It's it, very, yeah. very good. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, it is uh, kind of a story about. Uh, it splits between uh, uh, two time frames. One where you are the you're the same character um, between the two different time frames. And one is the, uh, the older self walking around her grandmother's house trying to remember stuff, and they. Kicks back into that time when she was a kid and she summer vacationed with her grandmother Mm. um, on the Dodonia which is a a river Um, it's all uh, 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 it's very French in it's kind of context (laughs) and architecture and and sort of uh, uh, mannerisms and and those kind of things and even in it's art it's got a little bit of Ghibli to it so the characters are a little Mm. bit Ghibli-esque but it's it's a beautifully watercolored game, and mm-hmm. one of the mm. things that is really good about this is the animations. So there's a a, a part where you uh, go down the river and you get to a, a little beach and you can kind of go swimming, and to do that, you uh, the, the the character has to change into a swimsuit, and she can mm. jump into it, which basically jumps into a bush. And you see the clothes flying everywhere, and then she like leaps out of it in her in her swimsuit, or the you know the reverse. Or you run around the cliff, and she will jump off into the off the rock into the water and gets changed kind of on the way, sort of thing. And that it's those small little touches which really kind of pull you into this, mm. as well as this uh, coming of age kind of story, this relationship between this grandmother and the daughter, understanding. Uh, why the grandmother and the dad, the, the character the girl's dad, kind mm. of don't speak very much anymore, and it kind of unfolds. But it also uh, unfolds for the kind of, uh, it's unfolding for you, but it's unfolding for the girl in the sort of present day as well, as she's mm. sort of remembering more and more. Um, and it's it's just a lovely little narrative adventure game. Uh, yeah. uh, with yeah. a beautiful art style, and very, as I say, very good animation, and it's kind of quite gripping. In that, the sort of the chapters are such are quite short, so you, mm. you're not playing a huge amount before the story is kind of moving along. You know, again, it's not a point and a click. You're not pixel hunting for various things. You're not looking too hard to solve certain no, puzzles. Yeah. But there are right. a few things. It almost feels like it's made for touchscreen. I'm playing on Steam. But a lot of stuff, you're, with a control pad, you're kind of holding a button down yeah. and then moving the analog stick. And it might be rotating it round to turn a key or, or holding it down and pushing it forward to open a door. Feels like this should be more touch control uh, uh, than it is. And I don't know whether it's on mobile as well or I whether there's a plan is. for it to, to be for those Absolutely. controls to translate over mm. quite easily. Yeah.
2: Because um, when it started out, it, I, I thought. It would have more of those tactile, like, puzzles in it. But so far, I I haven't found that there's many. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be a bit more... Oh, gosh, what's that name of that game? Um, from Us 2 who made... uh, Monument Valley. Yeah. Uh, Mm.
0: That's on
2: Uh, Apple Arcade. I'm looking it up. Us 2, I think it's... them. Um... For God's sake, is it? them we made it. I'm sure it is. Um, anyway, it's about basically it's this game where you're basically fixing like people's old contraptions and devices, like you know, uh, s- uh, assemble tapes with care and stuff like that. That's the one, assemble with care. So I thought it'd be a bit more like like that, like more yeah. You know, I, I thought I she was like a little what you mean. handy person, like gonna fix up her grandmother's yep. house, you know, as soon as she had like the screwdriver. But it doesn't seem to be that. As you say, it very much seems to be the narrative is taking centre stage and the yep. puzzles are just like you know, ushering you along, just something right. to do whilst you uncover this story. But but yeah, the the, the central theme of why she why why her dad fell out with his mom is is interesting yep. and I'm not too far into it. I think I've just got to the marketplace. Okay, so cool. Probably like the third or fourth chapter mm. or something like that. So, but yeah, yeah, I am enjoying. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not I mean, a huge amount tonight, further
0: tonight. than that. Mm-hmm. And I've only played okay. about two and a half hours. I would say, yeah. but I'm a couple of chapters on from from mm-hmm. that. But not a yeah. huge
2: amount. But yeah. It, so you're it's... 33 minutes short of uh, how much I played of Peppa Pig, <laughs> which is three hours and three minutes. <laughs>
0: I'm glad it was only that amount. Um,
2: someone would say three hours too. <laughs> the three I'm, minutes oh, i done. am ranked two. But hold on, I'm ranked two of ten of my friends who have played. Oh wow! Peppertig. Oh who? Wait, who? Who? Mm. What
3: friend? You got to name and shame the one person who <laughs> is mean, ranked higher someone than with you. A child potentially. No, it doesn't matter. Name and shame. It's an awful game. It sounds like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know how to view that. Well, oh, here we go. If someone played it for seven hours and forty-two minutes,
0: (laughs) definitely Mm a
3: child.
2: (laughs) I don't. Or, or like left it on, trying to get to you. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, 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 definitely achievement hunter because they got two hundred thirty-nine thousand game score, which is nothing to my two hundred
1: sixty-five.
3: I think mine's like (laughs) seventeen.
1: I I mean, mine's like four. Not even thousand, just four. Um, No, I meant meant 17, yeah. 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 (laughs) Um,
0: One thing I will say for Dodonia um, is uh, talking about those animations and and that kind of thing, uh, there is a little bit of a kind of like collectible element to it as well um, where the character fills out a scrapbook as she Mm -hmm. progresses through the chapters and the scrapbook is made up of stickers that you find, of audio recordings that you make, of photos that you take, um, of words that you find kind of in the environment as well. And the kind of the little collectible bit about it is really nice because you will see, you might pick up something that's kind of highlighted as you're moving around the environment and you, you the character picks it up off the ground. And if it's a sticker, it presents this kind of packet in front of you and this, mm. the animation is just the packet tears and then the sticker pops out of it. And it's little things like that. It's just like nice little animation touches to this which kind of yeah. think like, oh, I found a sticker. Amazing. Because you get that like... rip of the packet and and that extra, just that extra set rather than just sticker. Yeah, It's just that extra mm. little bit that, that really kind of draws you in.
2: I, I like finding stickers, but... There seems to be a trend in games nowadays, where journaling is like a thing, Mm -hmm. and I don't care for (laughs) it, I really don't, I'm not expressive, or creative, or... Self referential, <laughs> like it's just like I don't want to do no journaling. Like, mm. how do you feel about this mechanic? Because uh, it's like, I, like in season, it was in season. I was gonna it's say, like, I was gonna just about to bring mm. up season. Uh,
0: uh-huh. I liked it in season
1: mm-hmm. because
0: it related much more to the narrative. Um, yeah. you, you were having to fill things out within mm. the book and it was very easy to be like oh cool i've got this this thing to find or or this just fills out kind of thing as i'm mm-hmm. sort of uh, you have to place it but it's like cool i i have this whereas in the donya it feels like it could just not be part of it it yeah, wouldn't uh, matter yeah. if it was there or not. At least that's how I, f- you know, I don't know whether you get to the, the the end and you flip through your pages, but it's quite limited mm-hmm. in what you can put on those pages. Basically, you pick a sticker, and that's what goes on. You can't pick all twelve yeah. stickers that you've found potentially and put them on. Whereas season, you could fill the page with everything that you found. It would all be overlaid. You could take tons of photos and put them all in. Um, and the whole idea was that you would. The character was journaling as they traveled through the environment. Yeah. The idea was to fill the book up. Whereas the Donya, it's a little bit of a narrative hook, um, but not a massive one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it yeah. feels like they could have told this story without that element. They just wanted yeah. something slightly more interactive, I guess, like collecting the stickers yeah. and those kinds of things to add a bit more of a runtime to it, I guess, rather yeah. than it just yeah. being a visual novel, essentially.
2: Yeah, it's it's the mm. interactivity that I'm just like I, I don't really care like, I, I don't really care where I put this sticker here or this picture here or mm. whatever. I, what I like is like, in, in like Life is Strange where it was as when you progress through the story it the journal would or diary would just auto fill yeah. and you could go read that and, you know, see extra inner monologues from like the characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or like if found or something. I think that was that don't want to spoil it, but that that um integrated like sort of a way you know, you're writing or erasing a diary and, you know, adding entries into it, that did it in a really interesting way. But um yeah, I don't I I, I don't need to put my own stickers in the book. <laughs> Just do it yeah. for me, please. It, <laughs> yeah. it might be a
0: that it's trying to be quite broad in its appeal to people because again it adds Mm. a little bit of interactivity it's something that maybe a slightly younger audience than us would be a little more into as well Mm -hmm. you know you finish your chapter you make your page you move on to the next one sort of thing so yeah it doesn't necessarily work for us but i can see there being an audience for that addition to it um, there's definitely
2: an audience for it. I'm just definitely
0: not. yeah, that absolutely person. absolutely. <laughs> I, I, you know, I love a I love a narrative adventure like this, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's a sort of a coming of age story, whether it's a, mm-hmm. bit of a mystery sort of story, that sort of stuff. that is definitely within my kind of wheelhouse at the moment of stories yeah. I want mm-hmm. to experience. just mm-hmm. don't need all the interact I don't need the interactivity around it. And actually, it'd be quite nice if it was half the length and it was just the narrative the Actually, story i'm just like i could just watch a studio ghibli film <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you yeah. know? i mean you
3: definitely yeah. do have yeah. that character of like very thin interactive game that's like could did you just not not get like no one wanted to buy your
2: animated movie oh uh, you but potentially yeah <sighs> Right. Uh, that's Kojima. Uh, don't <laughs> disoffer off you know, actual talented artists um and yeah. game developers, yeah. That's just Kojima. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing I find interesting about oh, wow, there's a lot that's interesting about Dodonia Uh but it's actually a focus entertainment published game as well they they they've got like an indie label now it pops up at the beginning saying focus entertainment indie or focus indie something um Mm. so interesting that they have sort of stepped into that space as well um but uh uh, uh, the the reason i mention it is because uh um, whilst uh this is a focus uh, uh game um I'm going to try and find the email from them now. Uh, I actually got the code uh, uh, via um, Player 2, which is a, a PR agency. They have just uh, uh, um, come out with their own publishing uh, uh, label, oh, essentially. Oh, really? Um, cool. Which I can't remember the name of. It's like Mooncat <laughs> Games or something like that. Uh, oh, there's email. It is Put Mooncat cat Games. Cat in the title. There we go. So uh, Player 2, a great, uh, um, great PR agency. Um, mm. They get a lot of lovely indie titles, so it's nice to see them branching into to something else as well. Yeah, um, and they've—I think they have published um, a game that I previewed last year, um, uh, like a uh, I never remember the name, a long journey with a unfortunate end or something like that. I don't think that's quite what it's called. Uh, uh, a long journey to to an uncertain end. There we go. Just found the email. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes. So yeah. About. nice to see other uh, people kind of within the space going let's start to, to, to push some games a little bit more than mm. we've been doing as well uh, so yeah a nice little finisher for Dodonia uh, which is yeah a fun little game uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, which I think might... on Game Pass it's on Game Pass
2: that's how I'm playing oh <laughs> fair,
0: oh. fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting okay Um, Do you often see Focus Home? No, not Focus Home anymore. Focus Interactive. No, Focus Entertainment there.
2: Do you see their games a lot on Game Pass? I'd have to remember what Mm -hmm. they (laughs) published. Playtale
0: actually was Focus.
2: Yes, that was on there. The first one and the second one. Um, I'm not sure the second
0: one was published by them because they had been bought out by Microsoft at that point. The studio, I think. Asobo.
1: Mm. Are they Owned they by, they're by Microsoft? Microsoft?
0: Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game.
2: I mean, it could be. You know, oh, I'm thinking of. There's, there's um, like eighty percent chance that they are. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's something. There's eighty percent chance that any studio has been bought. By I was going to say it's something
0: to talk about later, but maybe we can just <laughs> launch into it now, which Ooh. is just Microsoft just d- 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 uh, uh, reportedly, and then lots of the time kind of almost being debunked reportedly just trying to buy every single studio in existence uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it, like reported this week they tried to buy Sega they tried to buy uh, Supergiant um, Square
1: Enix. They're, they're
0: just just b- 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 mm. hitting those IO yeah. as well uh, uh, mm. you know, trying mm. to build their kind of portfolio but like the guy from uh, right. uh, the Sega CEOs come out like nah that talk didn't happen so maybe there was yeah. a strategy happened, and there was a document yeah, that went, yeah. we like this studio because of, we like this publisher because of, and it's right, kind but of being in, a bit in, blown if, out of proportion, potentially.
3: But also, having uh, having worked in investment banking for a time back, got Oh my god, 2 decades ago. <laughs> Fucking Christ, I'm so old.
2: You are. Oh,
3: oh no. I know. It I was two in, 2003.
2: Month, 10 years ago. 2003 <laughs> I was a baby.
3: God. Sorry, I, I don't even know what 30. I was saying. I clearly <laughs> have dementia, can't remember. Um you do a lot of valuations, right? So like mm. if I was in if I was in the acquisitions like um area of Microsoft mm. I'd literally have one of these reports for every major and middle yeah, studio exactly. so yeah. like if that gets leaked and it's like oh yeah no one no one approached us it's like okay so they're doing their job because they're a yeah. big company yes. who wants to acquire
2: shit because of capitalism company, yeah. yeah like but that's just each, not a thing each big company has a mergers and acquisitions division mm. you know whose single jobs is to be like oh they look nice Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shall we uh, go knock on their doors? So yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it, it, that's that's why it's like when I looked at, I mean, there's a lot coming out of this FTC trial. When mm-hmm. I saw those articles, I was just like, I'm not yeah, even going to bother click on this because it's like, yeah, yeah duh, <laughs> you know, what I mean? just like, of course, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it's interesting because, like, both you know, Sony, Microsoft, whatever. It's just like, are there ever going to be any homegrown teams anymore that have, like, of a reasonable size? Not like the Initiative, which is their perfect Dart studio, which seems oh, yeah. to be an utter mess. Um, like, are there going to be any like, one because, oh god, what was this stupid term that you... Was it like, quadruple A? They were describing yes. the initiative as, and it was like, "Oh god, that's just dumb." Anyway, but it's like, are there going to be any, any like normal sized, smaller teams that are just like, you know, homegrown anymore? Well, it, um, it, it, that would be the way to, I think, go. Just like, got enough money, just do that. Well, and you it, know? it's like,
0: kind of what we were talking about a few weeks ago when you played Pentiment and mm-hmm. uh uh the, i can not remember which studio made pentiment uh the the same one obsidian. who made yeah uh, who made grounded mm-hmm. as well um, yeah. and tons of other games but the Pentium is that more n- kind of middle middling kind of double a sort of game mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whether actually microsoft's acquisition of obsidian has, has allowed them to branch out that little bit and whilst it's been a real, I think, struggle for Microsoft to get a bunch of games off the ground, whether they've cancelled projects, whether they've just said this mm-hmm. needs more time, you know, it's been a while, you know, uh, Ninja Theory—that's the one I was thinking about—who um, made Hellblade. Um, mm. Hellblade Two is like five years now after the original mm. game, so who knows if the what scope it, of that and, and that sort of stuff yeah. is just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. But actually. Dependent on the team size, there's probably lots of little games that they can kind of come out with, and especially owning someone now like Double Fine, who yeah. used mm. to put out a ton of these level of games, we've yeah. just not seen yeah. very much of that. And I think there's definitely a bit of a missed trick. That, that you're right, Lucy. That there's this kind of middle ground that is that is feels like it would be like that organic place to to get lots of these kinds of games. From.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Hi Fi Rush from.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: those guys. <laughs> the Evil Within guys. Um, was it? Now, gosh, now any, the, anyone the, the owned,
0: the owned by the Microsoft, the head. studio name is just gone. Yeah.
2: It's just Microsoft but, Yes, yeah. that Microsoft team. But, um, yeah, that, that was a, you know, smaller game. Like, but but that's like you know, I guess acquiring these teams and making them do you know different size projects. I'm I'm more talking about like, why don't you start something a bit homegrown, mm. grassroots, like, get just say we're hiring for this new little sh- small double A studio at Microsoft, And, and
3: They all go. have and yeah, the what? range to make a game. Yeah,
2: mm. and I I think it's instead m- of like. Acquiring super. Yeah, I, and whatever. again, I don't know
0: whether it's necessary for them to say we're starting a new studio, mm. more than and high uh, Ferocious Tango GameWorks, um, more yes, than thank you. almost being able to go to any of their kind of studios, and almost as like almost as Sony have been able to do. There's been a lot of collaboration between their studios, either in terms of like game engines, people going Mm. over from studios to sort of talk about that and explain it, and teams kind of combining a little bit and that sort of stuff. That that Microsoft have such a wealth of talent that they can go, cool, a a producer from game studio X. What do Mm -hmm. what resources do you need? Cool the studio you work for don't have that right now because we have them doing this but we can pull people from here we can pull people from here we can pull people from here with remote Mm. working and all of this sort of stuff becoming so much more accessible over the last few years as well and a lot of game studios just shifting to that anyway it does seem like a bit of a missed opportunity that it can't just be like yeah i've got a game it'll take us a year to make uh, this is the pitch for it and Xbox just going, yeah, cool, that sounds great, what do you need? Pull people, pull people from all over the shop to do this, this person is amazing mm-hmm. at the kind of animation that you're looking for we, we, we have them free at the moment, let's bring them in, and just using the talent that they have kind of under the umbrella that they have to be able to do that, rather than almost seeing everything as very separate it's like, oh there's this game studio There's this game studio, there's this game studio. It is very kind of, you know, uh, almost not uh, um, competitive and and things like that. But part of the FTC kind of uh, reports that came out was that, um, whatever his name is, from Bethesda, essentially was like, why do Activision Blizzard... Get to keep their games multi-platform. That wasn't the pitch that we got from Microsoft. Basically, they basically they said that everything was going to be console exclusive after all of the timed exclusive deals we already have. Mm-hmm. Um, how? How? Wh- why? Why weren't we offered? Because this your ship? games are, are broken. <laughs> <laughs> your <laughs> games are broken.
2: You can't manage it. You can't handle it. We're saving you from yourselves. That's why. Oh, not seven. So, it wasn't Todd
0: <laughs> Howard. It was the other one. The other big Pete, name. Pete, Pete Hines. Hines. Yes, thank mm. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but interesting. Super interesting that mm. there's almost this bit of a uh, 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 kind of competition, or at least the sense of studios are treated differently under mm-hmm, the deals mm-hmm, that they mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Um, which yeah. isn't great, but it could be such a good
2: well, incubator. <sighs> Well, you think Bethesda probably weren't heading in the right direction before they were required, so I'd be like... Microsoft would probably be like, do you want to make games at all? Or should we just let you go under <laughs> making Evil Within 2 again? Or something like that. So. Mm. Yeah, I'd be like, shut your mouth. Yeah, make, make,
0: make a multiplayer online <laughs> uh, Wolfenstein game. Sure. Fuck things up for everybody. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. They could have just made Wolfenstein free, yeah, but no. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Mm. Um, cool. No. Let's let's move on from uh, Microsoft and mm. FTC. Unless anyone's got anything else to to input from kind of what's come out <laughs> or nah.
2: I... the revelations are. Some of them are interesting, but a lot of it is just <laughs> such mudslinging and it's yeah. just embarrassing yeah, it from like both it. sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like God's sake. Yeah, jeez. Oh, um. So whilst
0: all of this has been going on. Mm-hmm. It has also been Steam Next Fest, mm-hmm. which huge amount of demos uh, for a lot of, st- I mean not necessarily smaller games either lots of independent games lots of uh, uh, independently developed and maybe slightly bigger publishers and, and self-published games um, that have had demos over the last week um, Did anyone get to play any demos? Because I got to play I a lot I downloaded a lot
2: of them I have not played any (laughs) of them So when they inevitably get taken off Steam I'll just I'll launch into them And um, play them then Did did you play anything at all? As I say Downloaded a hell of a lot But (laughs) didn't get around to playing
0: Okay before I launch in A little bit more um, Is there anything you're looking forward to, To playing that you've downloaded?
2: Uh, That Venba game. Oh, yeah. That looks cool. What's Uh, that?
0: That's the The, cooking. The the Ideal game. Uh, The
2: the South Asian cooking uh, (laughs) game. Right. Set in Canada. (laughs) Canada. Um, Steam is uh, taking forever to load. Um, It did that to me just now as well, actually. Uh, Demo. Let me search for demo. Um... Ooh, there's a lot of Lucy, how many demos did you? <laughs> uh
1: the
2: viewfinder I played the demo oh, yeah. in like the last uh, Steam mm-hmm. fest, so um that 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 um gosh What is it, Jucant? That yeah, that um
1: yeah
2: I'm looking forward to playing that, but yeah, there's a, there's a ton here. Too many to go through. That's fair. I I I searched demo in my library and there's 95. Wow. Okay. <laughs> nice. yeah. So, um I assume a lot of those yeah.
0: are, uh, are older ones that maybe aren't available as yeah. well. Uh,
2: yeah. 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 Yeah, fair, fair. yeah. Um Crime O'Clock. yeah,
0: that's one. Oh, that's cool. It. Uh Adel, Did you did you delve into Steam Next Fest at all?
3: No.
1: Okay.
3: Okay. Um, um I, I, I'm I'm weirdly you would think, with the needing of dopamine that my current mental state has, <laughs> that I didn't play games. And you Just play would Vampire, have gone Survivors. Wrong. Vampire
2: Survivors, Vampire Survivors, that'll yeah. get you through. I'll get you through anything. Yeah. Uh, Salt Sea Chronicles, which is the Mitaxioni. Oh yeah, you mentioned that one last week. Yes. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I
3: um I did buy a bike. Hmm.
2: Oh, you bought one. How much was it?
3: Uh, a couple. Three hundred something quid from the Newcastle recycled bad. bike. Nice. Um,
0: did you? Would you yeah. go for a road bike, hybrid?
3: Uh, like a like a hybrid. Uh, it's a specialized. It's um, medium light frame. Uh, has a bit of a rack for that you could put things on storage. But it has the dual handlebars, so that you have the brakes up front. But you have the like oh yeah racing grip. The horns with the. The horns with um, both um, brakes and shifting. Mm. Um, and, yeah, yeah, we rode them back. Fra- we went back to Newcastle, uh, rode them to the train station, trained to Durham, rode them back. And I was like, yep, that's – there's enough hills there. Originally, the plan was <laughs> except to ride back to Durham from Newcastle, which is wow, like an hour ride. Okay. It was so hot that – Yeah, yeah,
2: okay. I need to get mine serviced. Um, but like...
0: Yeah, mine's going in the bin. I'm I'm going to get a new bike, uh... when I get paid in a few days' time.
2: Definitely. Nice. I mean, I avoided bikes in Bristol
3: because of the hills. Durham still has hills, but they're not nearly as bad. And, like, the rail paths around Durham are all flat. Because, like, Durham's the kind of, um... hilly spot. But, like, the surrounding area, ow. Um... Isn't so bad. Mm. Nice. That's good. Uh, Bristol Plus, is incredibly this, hilly. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, with we we uh, as an employer, we've signed up to the um, oh. like cycle to work scheme, so I can yeah. get like a, a, a you know almost a quarter off. I think uh, of something. Oh wow! You nice. just pay it back mm. over a certain amount yeah. of time as well. Um, so
2: yeah, i I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd need a rack for my car because there's no way I'm driving around these. Insane assholes who drive around here.
3: Oh yeah, I mean that. That, like yeah. I said, it's it's really dependent on being in the right place. Like I've lived in the UK before. I lived in, moved here. Right, I was in Amsterdam. Mm. I biked everywhere for two years. Moved to Bristol and I was like, this. Like I, the the affordable housing is downhill from the university. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just never gonna be a daily commute, right? Like it, those hills are so steep. It's. It's not a thing that you get used mm. to. It's not like yeah. getting used to hills. Uh, so I didn't. And then... Um, and then I finally moved and can. <laughs> yeah. And nice. like... Nice. I, I, It has been years since I've been on a bike. Uh, and like... When I moved to Amsterdam, I was like... Over a decade between... Before... The first... Last time I had like ridden a bike. And I was like nervous. And then I rode for two years. I'm like, oh, this is great. Get test driving the bike i bought i'm like not convinced i really loved it so much as like i forgot how much i liked being on a bike because i was like yeah. yeah this is great
2: i want to buy this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um well, i mean it's been what 17 years or something since wow i cycled. what was that yeah. sorry well not since i learned how to drive which was mm. about 17 years ago so oh wow So. Yeah, yeah. But I really loved it. Really it's great. I it's mean, like
0: I cool. and I like mm-hmm. you know Bristol is a bit of a pain in the ass, but I commuted for about six years on a on a bike um, up and down yeah. the, the the hills and stuff, and it was yeah, yeah it's fine. It, it, it keep kept me incredibly fit. Um, yeah, that is what I'm chasing more and
3: more as I age. Uh, so. I mean, that's the, yeah. the whole heart stuff. Yep. Yep. Also hmm. managing ADHD, not being able to take um, drugs mm-hmm. until the hard stuff gets sorted. It's like I apparently run in cycle now. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs>
0: you gotta have something to balance out all the beer. I think that's the that's the thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh uh, I
3: you know like I've lost sniff. over twenty pounds since I moved to yes. Durham, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah. yeah. So now that I don't have the amphetamines I just should be. I've just been shoveling food in my face. <laughs> I hope to get it all back right in the beer belly. Good, nice. Mm.
0: nice.
2: Um,
0: let's jump back on to the next Steam Next Fest. Um, uh, I think I, I mentioned I played a few uh, games. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them are kind like, of notable. I I don't know whether that's because I just kind of picked the ones that I was drawn to anyway. Rather than sort of trying out kind of almost everything, um, but some of the stuff I tried uh, a little less notable. We'll, we'll breeze over those a little bit. Um, the Invincible. Um, it's a uh, like a first-person adventure game. Um, you're in space. There's some shit that's happened. Yeah, right, right. Um, I played the, the a demo during the last fest, this is very similar it's just a different point in the story I'm sold on it, absolutely, I didn't need to play Mm. this demo Um, (laughs) it was a bit of a waste of time it just uncovered more of the story that I would have just experienced when I played the game Um, and uh, the other one that I wasn't sold on was Land Above Sea Below which is almost uh, uh, similar to kind of Dorf Romantic um I suppose landscape builder, a uh, 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 kind of puzzle game, and basically you, you you place tiles next to each other, but the hook is that the sea level rises, so you have to constantly uh, place kind of three tiles Ooh. in an arc and one in between, and it will mm. raise all of the land, and you're trying oh, to build pretty. more and more. It does look very pretty. Yes, the, the, mm. graphically it's it's very very nice for a game which is doing quite little um but it didn't grab me very much it was sort of like cool i've done this now what what's next it's just more more it's it's that kind of high score chasing kind of uh game just with a bit of a a lack of progression it was like forest 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 the sea level rises cool forest 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 town forest forest town the sea level rises and like oh i've lost my towns because i didn't get enough of them um right so all of them yeah the the progression wasn't quite there with it but we'll 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 see if that one builds up a little bit um and a game called uh lasara which is kind Mm. of like a city builder but on a mountain so you have very limited places to be able to build on um and the demo ends when you create a disaster and basically avalanche down the mountain and it just destroys a bunch of your buildings. I'm like, fuck. Okay. So you're, the idea mm. is like conquer the mountain, essentially. Um, but, you know, there's some nice synergies between sort of the buildings that you're looking for, um, different caste systems of people that are there so uh, um, I, don't know, like, I can't remember what they call them but like workers and then artisans and it kind of, that's the only 2 that you experience actually in the demo, but it kind of builds up so there's more and more and they have different kinds of buildings and they need different requirements and, and that sort of stuff, so it feels like quite a fleshed out sort of game, you just didn't get a huge amount in the demo, just a little taste of it um, Right. and then a, a horror game called Luto which was basically PT And uh, I uh moved through the environment very slowly. A phone rang, and I'm like, This is PT, and then you answer the phone, Uh. and it changes into a slightly different environment, which is much more spooky. And I'm like, Nope, turning this one off. Uh, so I didn't play that for very long, (laughs) I played that for all of five minutes before I'm like, Nope, you did well. Don't don't want this anymore, thank you. I want stuff that's just a lot more wholesome. Um, so the ones that really stood out was Jassant as we've sort of mentioned, mm-hmm. the, the mountain climbing mm-hmm. game. Uh it's so fluid. The motion is so good. Uh it just it just feels good to climb. And I don't know whether we've had any games which feel good to like climb in. Um, That's yeah it's mm.
3: super hard to do because climbing is either like row because it's a ladder or it's like it's dynamic right as a like as a former climber like how do you project that notion of i've made the choice of this route or i'm doing this like stretchy move when you have no bodily feedback right yeah
1: Yeah. so
3: and, and the only other way to do that is just like do the ladder type motion and maybe make it not the same distance between rungs, which is what usually games do, right? And it's just you don't get that feeling of ascent; you get the feeling of going up.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's the thing with just is there's lots of sort of sideways motion and changing between different kind of uh, um, stuff to climb. Basically, you're, you're on the mountain, you're on the rock face. It there might be some sort of like cargo netting, which feels very different in how you actually. Uh, kind of climb up it. Do oh, you...
3: so there's like a tactile difference almost? Uh,
0: a, a little bit, a little bit. But do you remember the game Grow Home, which was one of those Ubisoft indie games from a, a yeah. while ago, where yeah. you're I you're basically that. tapping shoulder buttons and one is the left hand and one is the right hand. Just does the same thing. So you, you, you have mm. a button for each hand and you hold L2 and your left hand holds and you hold R2 and the right hand holds. So you can hold on and then lean with the left hand. So there's a lot of kind of like readjustment going on so you're like oh i'm holding with my left hand but i need to reach actually i need to come back and hold with the right and then lean across with the left and going up a cargo net, i can just go and kind of move across it whereas when you've got different holds on the the mountain side it feels that little bit different um so yeah it, it just feels really good to to play um the next one, which is uh, Kingdom 80s. It's a, it's a Kingdom oh, yeah, game, yeah. Um, which is out now, I actually. Was... I hadn't realised. Mm. Yeah. Um, I
2: downloaded that demo. I was like, oh, what a smart idea. Yeah. Just put in a 80s... I hate that we always refer to Stranger Things now for anything 80s and kids-like. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to say Goonies. It's, it's
0: very yeah. Goonies. I mean, it is very Stranger Goonies. Things. Um, yeah. There's that kind of, like... Film grain over the top of everything, uh, but it takes that like VHS aesthetic to it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, tracking mm-hmm. tracking the VHS kind of thing where it's got all of the, the the lines on it and it's a little bit grainy and that sort of stuff. Uh, but there was a, a uh, there's a comic and they produced a only a single season run of a show called Paper Girls, mm. and it it mm. very much feels like that where it is an adventure game. You're all on your bikes. Um you know i don't know there might be a little e t character that goes in a basket in the front <laughs> who fucking knows um but it is an no, no. a kingdom game just with an eighties mm-hmm. kind of uh Yeah, that's cool uh, on it yeah. but that is it, it is very cool um the cosmic wheel sisterhood, which is a terrible name oh yeah for the new game Deconstruct from team. uh Deconstruct yeah. Team um mm. interesting. But I don't know how far the mechanics will push the game along. Uh, you're making tarot cards, essentially, um, and hmm. then telling fortunes for, for people. And the story is kind of a little bit interesting in why you are in the, the space that you're in and trying to get out of that space and things. And you get to make the cards yourself. So you can pick a, a back to a card, you can pick. The primary kind of elements that are on the card and then a secondary element that's on the cards and actually move them all around and resize them and, and all sorts of things to make your own kind of card so everyone will have different mm. combinations and they will do different things and stuff so there's a lot of variety to it in that sense and my playthrough will be completely different to anyone else's but mm. it will follow i think the story is going to follow the same kind of beats essentially as it sort of plays, through. it just gives you a bit of variety in that. Um, but worth playing the demo before, mm. uh, maybe kind of like picking it up because Try it won't be, it buy. won't be for any, for everyone. Definitely. Right. Um, I, I think maybe the biggest game that I played, uh, but the one I'm sold the least on is uh, Lies of P, which oh, is. Oh, I was wondering if <laughs> Yeah, you saw that. Can I yeah, care, yeah, which is. Uh, mm who's it made by um it's neo basically NeoWiz. Neo yeah i don't know who neo Wiz are um there's i mean there's a they, bunch of games done, done games here. i've never really heard of uh, yeah skull I think i've think i heard of that um but that's probably the only one i have heard of um but it's a dark souls game uh with a bit of a steampunky kind of vibe to it um it's not maybe as in depth as something like Elden Ring. It's it's much more uh, like Dark Souls. Uh, you know, tight corridors, smaller spaces. Um, but it, mm. it kind of maybe sits in between like a Dark Souls and a Bloodborne. So they've tried to make it a little bit more fluid, not quite as clunky as a Dark Souls game. Um, there's only a couple of classes. You're the, you're always the same character, uh, which is this kind of like Pinocchio
3: ish steampunky kind of say, version um, you, you, you're like burying the lead where it's somehow a souls like Pinocchio story I mean you look at the, the lad you look at the main
0: character <laughs> just, just he, you saying he, he that can, like, I know like, what it is no, he's really? <laughs>
2: just it, actually hearing that yeah.
3: just... no but like that, the lies of P is a thrilling souls-like that takes the story of Pinocchio, turns it on its know, head, and sets exactly it against the, the dark, <laughs> darkly elegant backdrop of the Belle Époque era. I'm sorry, souls-like <laughs> Pinocchio but, is but never going to be...
2: Someone I, actually saying it out loud just means... Yeah. I,
3: it, just, it looks <laughs> so self-serious, and it's called The Lies of P, and yes. it's a Pinocchio game. I, 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 and it, it pops <laughs> up like...
0: like when is you there die, like a... it kind of pops up and says, lie or die. And I'm like, I've just died. <laughs> there was no way die for me to day. lie. I'm just dead. I don't understand but why like, you're telling me
2: this. It is, is it like... Does his nose grow and then you get another chance to... Device. Yeah, but, then, yeah, but is it that, is that, is the mechanic.
3: idea that, like, as the game progresses and you keep lying, you, you haven't died, but your nose is so long it's getting in the way, and, like, now things can attack <laughs> you from 70 feet away because your nose is so long and they just or have to tap you? And it, you lose it becomes HP. just
0: an incredible weapon, and you just knock everyone out just with a head bob constantly.
2: Yeah. That would be a good mechanic. Yeah. If, if, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it does be, that yeah.
0: Dark Souls thing, and I don't, I don't think it's meant to do the Dark Souls thing because it restarted me at the start of the area. But uh, uh, all of the Dark Souls games, uh, uh, Elden Ring, every, everything um, from From Software um, has always started you off and then taken you to a boss, which basically kills you, and then the game starts mm. proper. Liza P mm. takes you through an environment where the enemies are very easy to defeat. And then you get to the boss which is very, very difficult. And you're like, cool. Now the game will start proper. And all it did was just put me back at the start of the area. And I'm like, oh. Am I meant to actually beat that boss? Am I, am I missing something? Mm. Am I meant to progress as a character? There are RPG elements to this. Am I levelling stuff up? And it just seems a little bit lacking in that sort of sense like it's more of an action game than an rpg potentially so i don't mm. know how whether yeah. there is any like level just progression the, or you just progress and the world good, progresses basically. yeah you get good and that's yeah. it everything is on par with you constantly through the game um i mean it's like a visual feast though right it looks fucking amazing uh, the, yeah. the lighting the aesthetics everything looks really fucking good um I mean I'd just rather go back and play Elden Ring I think from the from the demo so yeah, yeah. if you enjoy
3: Soulsborne games oh, and
0: I you mean, want another one then
3: sure play, play a different build of Elden Ring yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Pinocchio wait for the play inevitable build. PC mod of Pinocchio
0: <laughs> yeah. build yeah. where you're the actual yeah. Disney Pinocchio just going around Elden Ring as, uh, that probably yeah. already exists. Yeah, hey, if it if it
3: didn't before this game got announced, it definitely has. A... All of
0: the enemies are Stromboli, and he just comes like oh, it's a Stromboli <laughs> and <you> just batter <laughs> the shit out of him.
2: Or oh, donkey Pinocchio, <laughs> half donkey,
0: half Pinocchio, which is interesting.
2: In a, in and of itself,
0: Pinocchio being a puppet, how did he half turn into a donkey when only when it was boys? There's real people turning mm. into donkeys. Mm. How does the logic of that? It doesn't. It's a Disney
1: film. Don't worry.
2: Well, about he, it. well he smoked a cigar, and that's not... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but that's how he <laughs>
0: became a real boy by doing real shit.
2: Yeah, real men yeah. stuff. Yeah. Not yeah. even yeah. Not even a boy. I'm a man now, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm smoking cigars <laughs> <Yeah>. and shit.
0: Fucking. <laughs> like, you know, if it wasn't a Disney film, and it was, you know, it could be an 18. They'd have been just pillaging, fucking, raping through that yeah. town. But kind of oh, as Jesus they kind of want. You, know, <laughs> you know that there's that. that. Isn't there a mm. Guillermo del Toro P- Pinocchio I mean, film, actually, thinking about it, that came out a couple of years ago?
2: I think there might be. Mm. Yeah, there was, yeah. Familiar. Mm. yeah. But when When I watched that scene as a child, it, it just made the cigars like more appealing, though. <laughs> you know I mean? It was like, this looks fun. <laughs> Who cares if I'm re
1: Is it I, I,
0: I never remember what the name of the uh, like the n- not the law, but the kind of uh, statute kind of is. But essentially, I assume that that Pinocchio is such an old character now that anyone can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, um, it's, it's, you know, like kind the, yes. the, the, the the, of the, kind of the, the rights oh, yeah. to it kind of expire after like seventy years or something like that. Don't well,
3: they? P- Pinocchio was a story before Disney had it, right?
0: Yeah. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But so, I like, assume, that's been yeah. uh,
3: that's been uh, Disney bought it
0: and that had the rights for a certain amount of time for the maximum amount and now anyone can kind of just make what they
3: want with the characters and the story essentially i mean the same thing happened recently with winnie the pooh um a.e milne's estate like the copyright expired but the red top with no bottoms look is still under copyright because of the really they keep yeah, it's Naturalist a copyright. Is still... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, so no. so we, weirdly, the way the copyright works is like Winnie the Poohs. He was either in the pandemic or shortly afterwards became hit the um, fair use, open everything, mm. um, but you couldn't make it look like the Disney one. But right. then, oh, let me see if I can fill it, full it up, find it out. But they, this obviously indie horror people immediately, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Winnie yeah. the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Horror <laughs> slasher film, hour 24 minutes, 2023 release. release an unforgettable unforg- cinematic in- adventure. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and it, Honey is captivating yeah. to it looks film awful. that takes the beloved characters mm-hmm. and presents them in a whole new light.
2: Yeah, I'm surprise yeah, it's not it just... really yeah, bad, th- 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 the, th- 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 the name th- th- is top <laughs> 10. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Again, another <laughs> Ooh, thing that could know, just be lie. called Lies
0: of P. Uh, yeah. Which, mm-hmm. it's, 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 you know, it's in the Lies of well, P lies cinematic Well, more Pooh than Lies of P. Yeah. Um oh God. yeah I I think that's <laughs> it for my uh <laughs> next uh first um
2: I just felt tired yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> um I did have uh, uh, goodbye volcano high downloaded as well but oh, yeah. I didn't mm, manage mm. to to get to that uh, a game which has been kind fun. of uh publicised quite a lot over the last year, maybe. It's been in a yeah. PlayStation uh, state of play. It's been in a couple of other stuff during E3 this year as well. Um, not E3 this year. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately didn't quite get to that one. Um, but it nope. looks cool. Demo's still up for that one. Oh, is it? Oh, nice. Okay.
2: Yeah, which is good.
0: Cool. Uh, maybe I will get to it in the next week or so then. Instead, But, yeah, that's it. Um... Should we roll back around to our beers
3: then and finish out for the week? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, well, we'll come to you then first. It was great. It was great when I first tried it. It was great when I finished writing it. Writing it? Mm. Uh, trying it? Mmm. I don't. Trying it. It actually is one of those lovely beers that like was crisp at the top, had some interesting flavors, and by the end it was crisp and had... I think the maltiness got a, um, came out a little more as I got used to sort of the crisp zestiness, but not enough to make me not think that it's a cold IPA as per our earlier mm. definition. It, okay. it still was crisp. It was still zesty. It just got a, lot, a little more of the maltiness, which was a welcome thing. Uh, I would, like, I, I, I stand by what I said right away, which was I would definitely take a sixer of this to a party.
0: Mm. Nice. Good. Good. Uh, Lucy, come to you for the day.
2: Yeah, i uh it started out good, still good still still supping on it slowly nice. okay it's just very um very satisfying, very thirst quenching mm. mm. um yeah, uh, just what I like from mixed fermentation beers just that you know very refreshing, like slightly vinous quality to it mm-hmm. a bit funky, mm-hmm. a bit you know. Like this, earthy or the oaky character yeah. to it. Yeah, it's just just really well rounded. Like mm. as I say, I'm very surprised that you know just found it in a can. Mm. <laughs> mm. Like um, don't often see day's mixed firm beers in anything other than like seven fifty mil bottles selling for like twenty quid. So <laughs> it's mm. nice that I can get a little taste of it for you know much cheaper and just more much more accessible. Yeah. Um, Way. so, yeah, yeah, it's i I wish they had put that like, it was a mixed firm on their can, like, mm. they don't they don't make any reference to that, yeah, interesting firm, that they've so. not it's said weird. anything about it, yeah, um, mm. yeah, yeah, I hope they, hope they do more. Yeah, I mean Start maybe in their mixed firm stuff in yeah,
0: maybe they're worried that it can. won't sell like a mixed firm in a can, possibly wouldn't sell, yeah. so just don't well, tell don't anyone. trick
2: me, there. Yeah. Yeah don't trick I mean it's all right you trick me cuz I'll drink anything but you know <laughs> for, for the layman yeah maybe they're like oh i've heard about these IPAs mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's not it's not it's not overly sour mm. it's like very much um you know saison in quality um where yeah just great for this kind of weather nice so. cool cool yeah really
0: good nice um for me the Fierce and Noble, um, it opened up a little bit the more I drank, so uh, uh, the finish started to get a little bit more piney. There's maybe a little bit of a dank note to it, but I think that was more the the fruity flavours uh, kind of settling a little bit, and actually they were a little bit more ripe than that initial flavour kind of gave across. Um, so a, a slight dank touch to it as well, uh, but it mm. just lacked, just lacked that punch. And I think after finishing it, when I say if I saw this on tap, I would probably pick it up. Probably wouldn't, to be fair. It it didn't mm. quite do enough. Um, it's fine. It's fine. That's the best thing I can say about it. Uh, so I won't say anything else. Uh, if mm. you friends have drank beers that you enjoy, or played games, or demos that you want to talk to us about, uh, uh, come to our Discord and chat to us, or get us at out of start again at Tanked Up Cast, or you can go mm. to outlives.net dot as well to look at our beautiful faces and see the beers that we have been drinking. I think that's it. I'm not going to plug anything else. I can't be bothered tonight. Uh, I'm at Nova yeah. underscore forty seven. Lucy is
2: Lucy. Loose nine. And
0: is at the Omni. Come and chat to oh. us. Oh, that's always nice. Yeah, go.
3: Uh, I'll just remind people that I um, have been guest hosting Glass Onion Minute. Mm. Uh, That's the minute-by-minute Glass Onion podcast. I did minutes 10 through 15, I think. And this next upcoming week, I think, are when minutes 46 through 50 are. um, Which are the next chunk of weeks I did because there's a rotation. Basically, Mm -hmm. it's Monday through Friday, five minutes with the same host and guest pairing, and then there's like seven hosts who cycle through? Yep. Or something like that? Uh, surprising no one, I managed to talk with a person about a minute of a film for over 45 minutes every time. <laughs> um, everyone else to do 18 to 30 minutes. Uh <laughs> But uh, yeah, on my Friday episode raw recording was an hour and eight minutes, which is a little more than the 45-minute topper that the guy who runs these minute-by-minute minute things instituted for this one. After getting me to host a couple of his previous ones, <laughs> it was definitely an ideal topper, and I didn't stick to it. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So at Glass, Glass Onion Men, if you want to hear my vague notions about what happens in Glass Onion, uh, Knives Out mystery um yeah just thought i'd mention that because next nice. week is i think the next chunk
2: yeah cool yeah when are we doing a poker face uh one uh
3: i need to watch poker face so
2: watch it yeah i've heard really good I mean...
3: both my guests on both sections were like you gotta watch poker face my dude you like colombo it's
2: so good i mean i love mm-hmm. natasha leon mm-hmm. but mm. If you know, if I swung the other way, I'd marry her. So you know, <laughs> she's great.
0: Um, uh, I've heard people talk about it being similar to to, to Columbo, but they uh, uh, what someone <laughs> yeah. told me was that actually you find out uh, that she's kind of like she's actually been there the whole time sort of thing uh uh, like seeing what's been going on and actually i'm like is that more like murder she wrote like jessica fletcher's there when shit actually happens Mm. Columbo just kind of turns up and works it out whereas jessica fletcher's like oh no, i was here motherfuckers i I mean
3: i think it's is it like Columbo because Columbo is one of the lovely ones where you use it starts with the murderer and so you know who did it but you don't know why and you Mm -hmm. don't know what will lead the detective that way i don't know if that's what um yeah maybe thing yeah
2: is. yeah yeah it's 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 basically the murder first and then yeah her and then figuring out how it was so i guess it's a mix of both i mean I I-
0: in a lot of other shows that natasha leone's done she goes ah, <laughs> so you instantly <laughs> instantly drawn to it with Columbo.
2: yeah she's great uh, yeah
0: perfect um, it, it's one of those shows that's on uh, a, 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 a much more expensive um, service so find it any way you can friends. do you think I watched yeah. it on there <laughs> do
2: you think I watched it like nine months ago on there yeah. find, yeah. It. find yeah. it how you can friends I'll send you a link, Fred. Great!
0: It's a good place for us to finish this week. We condone nothing. Do what you want. The internet's a wild place. Actually, don't do what you want. That's we don't condemn everything. Be be sensible at least. Uh, Oh dear, we've been tanked up. Goodbye.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
1: Bye. www.outoflives.net